Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. As always, I give God thanks for you for what he's doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that he has divinely connected you to for such a time as this. I give all glory, honor, and God for having the opportunity to be with you on this morning. I'm out here walking because it's just a beautiful day and it's a beautiful time in the morning to get up and get out and see the glory of God in everything, in the birds that chirp early in the morning, in you know the grass, the dew on the grass, and just being out and being having the ability to breathe air you know, fresh air, other than air-conditioned air, air that's recycled, but fresh air. On this morning, as I was um, getting ready, and I was thinking about everything that is kind of on my list of things to do this week, I didn't get on yesterday because I've got a lot of things on my things to do. And one of them includes having several, several people out to the house to get some things in order. You know, yesterday I had my air conditioner checked. Um, tomorrow, Yesterday the plumber was supposed to come, which is why I didn't get on initially because I was waiting. Then they called back and canceled. And you know how that goes, right? When your day gets going, it's hard to kind of pull back. Um, but as I was thinking about that, you know, it's Wednesday. So let me put that in for those of you who knew it on Wednesdays, we do things a little bit differently. It's kind of a midweek word of encouragement, so to speak. And so as I'm, you know, just thinking about all the stuff that has to get done this week and all of that, um, you know, what came to mind, because I was talking to my sister and she said, you're doing a whole lot this week. You're making a lot of appointments and everything. And here's the reality of it. I'm trying to get my house in order. And as I thought about my natural house, the physical house, the structure of the house, the same thing applies to my spiritual house, my temple, our temple. We have to take time to get our house in order. The Bible, there's many instances in which the Bible speaks specifically to that. So on this morning before I decided to record, I thought I would look up a few things so that we can understand that truly, the Bible says first in the natural and then in the spirit. Often you will hear preachers say, first in the spirit and then in the natural. <clears throat> and, and I've not found that scripture, so I'm not saying it's not there, but the, the scripture that I read says first in the natural, then in the spirit. So usually there's something happening in the natural that lets us know what is to come in the spirit even when we go to the book of isaiah chapter 38 and it gives us the story of hezekiah isaiah the prophet went to hezekiah and told hezekiah to get your house in order because you are going to die now if you go back and read isaiah 38 today which you know me i always tell you to go back and read because the Bible says to read, to show yourself approved. What I read in the revelation that I received 
may not be the same the, the same um, revelation that God gives you because God has a way of dealing with us separately when we are his children. Just like, you know, your own children. You can have, you know, I have two daughters. Talk about me. I have two daughters. And the I can say the same things, but the way they receive it is very different based on their own personality, based on their own needs. Same with us. We can read the word, but how we receive it is different based on how the father deals with us as his children. But when you go back and read that, Isaiah told him, get your house in order, get your affairs in order. Some translations will say, because you are going to die. Now, when you read the story of Hezekiah, you will come to understand that Hezekiah um, had an illness and he was stricken with an illness and he turned his face to the wall and the Lord extended his time. So that lets, lets us know that prayer changes things. And maybe initially Hezekiah was going to die prematurely. And so the word of God, not the word of God in his prayer extended his life. So we are to get ourselves in order because guess what? We are going to die. We are. It is inevitable that we are going to die. The Bible in Psalm 90, verse number 12, the word of the Lord says to teach us how to number our days. See, what I realize is that I've only got so many days of vacation. I've only got so much time to get some things done, right? I've only got so much. And then guess what? With that time that I have, um, certain companies and places don't work on Saturdays and Sundays. Certain companies don't work after a certain time. You know, certain companies are booked. So at the same time, somebody might say, well, you've got all summer to do that, Danita. Or you've got, you know, October. Or, you know, you do it at your next break. Enjoy your summer, right? But the Bible says in 90, Psalm 90, verse 12, teach us how to number our days. See, a lot of our problem, mine included, right, is that we think that we have more time than what we really have. The Bible tells us in Psalm 90 as well, check that out today too, how if we live to be 70 years, right, then it says, if you live to be 80 years, right, then that's pretty much it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing. However, even living that long, right, there is sorrow. You know, when you know older people, you know that they've seen a lot of their loved ones pass. They've had a lot of ups and downs. You know, is it a blessing to live that long? Absolutely. But the Bible also gives us a reality check of what living long sometimes means. So we don't want to, um, we don't want to do anything other than what God God wants us to do in terms of the days. But one of the things we know is we have to number our days. We have to be mindful in knowing that we are not here forever. We have to be mindful in knowing that how we live this life 
has consequences in terms in terms of how we will spend eternity, right? Consequences and benefits, right? However we live this life, there are consequences and benefits depending on how we live it to eternity. The Bible also tells us in John 9 and 4, while it is daytime, we must do the works. This is what Jesus said. While it is daytime, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming where no man can work. There is a daytime season in all of our lives. And I think sometimes we kind of know when that daytime season is. We know when our life is lining up with the word of God and we we feel the press to you know, go back to school or we feel the press to, you know, put in for a promotion or we feel the press to, you know, do different things because, you know, the reality is that night is coming. Night is coming. Night could be a, a valley, right? Night could be a valley time where because you are preoccupied with maybe things um, of a loved one, maybe you have to take care of a of a loved one. Maybe you know you have to devote your time and energy, you know, to your children or whatever. But Jesus said that while it's daytime, we have to do the work of the one who sent us. And it's so easy on vacation to say, oh, "I'm on vacation. I'm not doing anything. I'll wait." Right? It is so easy to say, oh, it's Saturday and Sunday. You know, it's the weekend. I'm not doing anything. It's my time off. It's so easy to say, you know, I'm I'm young. Like, I don't want to serve the Lord, you know, or, you know, I've got better things to do. I'm going to focus on this thing or that thing, right? But there is a daytime season in all of our lives where we are beckoned to work, to work while it is day, you know, to to encourage someone, to share the word of the Lord with someone, to be that disciple that goes out from the highways and byways, to minister to those who are lost, to minister to those who are in a backslidden state, to speak truth to power in a way that is pleasing to God. See, we have to know and we have to understand that truly our days are numbered and we have a charge and responsibility to get our house in order. Now, will I be able to get everything done this week? No, I won't. But I got some doctor's appointments made. I had, you know, my air condition serviced, right? That's getting my house in order. I didn't replace it, but it needed to be serviced. It needed some work done. And had I neglected, had I neglected the annual service, then it was going to cause problems later on. Again, in the natural, when you relate that to the spirit, every day, we should be servicing our spirit. Every day, we should be asking God, God, you know, make us over again. You know, God, you know, re renew 
our spirit because it's so easy to get distracted. It's so easy to get off track. But what happens, just like in the natural, if we don't service, if we don't provide maintenance to our spirit, you know, whereas the air conditioner is once a year. We dare not wait once a year to work on the spirit man. The spirit man needs work daily. In fact, we know the Bible says that the flesh dies daily, daily, daily. We are to provide maintenance to our spiritual man. We are to work, y'all. We are to work. Do I want to spend my vacation making appointments, getting all these three our windows where I got to sit in the house and wait and, you know, and pray that they're not telling me that it's going to cost me this amount or that amount, right? But if I don't maintain my house, if I don't work at it, then the house will, it will fall. <clears throat> I mean, literally, we've all seen houses that are falling, you know, roofs cave in and because someone has not maintained that property and so homes are dilapidated and i'm not judging that's just a fact if you don't maintain it 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 will it will fail it will fall such is the spirit man right we have to get our affairs in order so on today think about what do you need to do to get your affairs in order. What are some things that you have been putting off that need to be done, right? But it's always tomorrow. It's always next week. It's always next month, right? But yet you, every day you still see it. You're still dealing with it, but you're not dealing with it. You know it's an eyesore. Right? Or you hear the sound in your car and you know it needs to go get looked at, right? But we keep prolonging it. And sometimes we have reasons. Maybe we don't have the money. And I believe you with the cost of gas, I'm, I'm feeling you on that. Maybe we have other priorities. But we can't forget. Again, Lord, teach us how to number our days, God. Teach us how to be mindful and wise. Give us godly wisdom, even to prioritize what has to be done, both in the natural and in the spirit, so that we can maintain, not only maintain God, but that we can go above maintenance as we renew our mind, as we renew our strength, as we renew the spirit man, oh God, with a hunger and a thirst each and every day to serve you, to put you first on our list, whether it be through prayer, whether it be through Bible study, or whether it be, oh God, just being quiet before you, oh God. Teach us how to number our days. Teach us, oh God, how to get our affairs in order. For while it is day, we desire to do the work of you, oh God, who have created us and made us for such a time as this. In Jesus' name, we pray. I love you all. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.